0: Hello ladies and gentlemen, it's Michael C. Bouchard, the host of the Nice Stalker Podcast. This is episode number 106, The Homicide of Dorothy Lee Gordon. Like most parents, um, we always have this underlying fear of our child being abducted and murdered by some pedophile sexual predator and unlike the media's exposure of it today this was a this is not a trending issue this has been an issue that has been going on for decades, at 5 p.m. on March uh, 5th, 1940, a nine-year-old uh, female named Dorothy Lee Gordon and one of her friends, Christine Pollard, had been walking uh, home in L.A., from the Cornerstone Baptist Church. While walking home, um, a gray sedan with a middle-aged white walled male had pulled up alongside them. Uh, the male had opened the door and told uh, Dorothy to get into the car, which she did. Uh, She had been advised by her parents not to do that, but she listened anyway. Um, And this is what started a very um, long and arduous task of attempting to uh, find uh, Dorothy. The story has many different facets, in the fact that Dorothy had been a young black female, uh, the abductor had been a white male, and as through all time, we always know that there have been always tensions through both the black and the white community. However, this, this abduction had brought both cultures together in an attempt to find Dorothy you know the uh, the reverend at the church at the time was uh, D.C. Austin Uh, the church at one time was uh, called the uh, East Side Citizens Committee group they had helped uh, organize a drive to um collect money to um, as a reward. Uh, at the time, the N- uh, NAACP also offered a reward in the uh, Los Angeles Sentinel. Uh, the Reverend uh, at that time, D.C. Austin, uh, issued a plea. I'm going to read it verbatim. A human mm-hmm. life is at stake. We are asking for human assistance, not gossip. Not personal opinion, but action. An innocent child has disappeared. A mother's heart is broken. Her words echo through my mind. Is my baby alive? If so, is she hungry or cold? Is she in pain, crying for a mother? We must keep fighting for Dorothy's return, dead or alive. We must show the world that our children must be protected. Our women must be Shielded, our American citizenship must be recognized. Uh, pretty direct, you know. Um, you know, in my career, I have dealt with a lot of the dregs of society who place value on nothing except for themselves. And within that, I know the capabilities of some people. And it's strange, the profession that I'm in, and probably the reason I got into this profession was because as notorious and evil as some people may be, I can be just as motivated to put them where they need to be. Um, During this uh, search, um, there was an issue with the uh, City Common Council at the time uh, which almost led to one of their meetings actually a fight in their meeting concerning this uh, abduction the Common Council did not want to put a, re- a reward forward. Um, people had uh, directly appealed to the Governor uh, Culver Olson at the time and on March 21st, uh, there was a $1,000 uh, $1, reward put out for uh, Dorothy's return. Um, the Los Angeles Police Department uh, became involved in one of the most uh, exhausting manhunts in that area. Uh, last The last search that was that big was uh, was in 1926 uh, with the kidnapping and murder of 12-year-old uh, Marianne Parker. Um, you know, just to bring in some facts that a lot of people here on the ra- this radio aren't going to want to hear, but when somebody's abducted a child or missing. You have three hours. That is your time frame. Statistically, your time frame for locating a suspect, the victim, or both. Usually after three hours, it turns into a homicide. Homicide. On uh, March 23rd of that year, the Los Angeles Times uh, put out a report concerning Dorothy. It says uh, on the theory that Dorothy may have been killed and her body thrown in some isolated field, detectives today will make a an extended flight in the Goodyear blimp over the, uh, the county's more remote sections. They expressed the, the belief that if the body were in such a location, it could be more readily seen by use of binoculars from the airship. That uh, by search parties on, rather than search parties on the ground. Um, the search had become so prevalent. That um, the media began be, began to cover it cover it extensively. Um, there was a thing here. There, there was an article put out. I kind of looked at it real quick. Don't know who the writer was, but. Um, one of the lines, the mysterious white perpetrator became the new boogeyman of Southern California. So that will tell you um, just a little bit about him. Uh, there was a uh, an individual whose name was Frank Moreland, uh, who had almost been killed by a mob in Los Angeles And I will read you part of a clip that came out of a newspaper. Moreland was arrested after he assertively seized a 10-year-old girl at 761 Wall Street. When she refused his offer to go to a movie with him, the child jerked out of his his grasp and ran and ran. Pedestrian chased Moreland to 6th Street and San Pedro Street, where where he was captured and held until police arrived in time to save him from uh, threats of the crowd beat him up. I'm sure he did get beat up. He should have got beaten up. Should have got a good ass whooping. Maybe a little more. Uh, you know, and this is just kind of threw me onto a tangent. I'm trying to think, you know, as a male, an older male, I just can't, I, I, I gotta say, I don't get it. I mean, there is nothing appealing about children. Nothing. I mean, not in a physical way, not in a sexual way. There's just nothing that should be appealing to them as a normal adult. You know, not not in a physical way anyway. Um. So I, I don't get that. You know, I'm just that's just me. Um. That's how I am. Interesting, though, when they, they when they got this guy, Moreland, his first statement was, you haven't got anything on me on the Gordon Girl case. I got an alibi. Mm, you'd have an alibi, all right. Uh, there was another person of interest. He was a Brit- British-born, um, Pierce Hicks. He was a laborer, accused of uh, luring uh, three uh, East L.A. schoolgirls into his car on the same day Dorothy disappeared Um, Dorothy's friend who was with her at the time Christine Pollard um, identified him as a possible suspect in the lineup Um, police at that time did not believe that they had enough probable cause to arrest him so they didn't the interesting thing was and this would have turned heads today and it would have been done a lot faster. Hicks um, had a uh, lived or hung around in a shack behind a junkyard um, where he said he would occasionally take a nap. Uh, Police located it. They found bloodstains, newspapers, a paring knife, a large amount of black hair and a, a, a female sandal. Uh, but they said they had no. Uh, there was not enough sufficient evidence to hold him. Well, let's face it. In today's in today's world, there would be DNA testing, all kind of shit, and and you would be all over with the crying. Um, you know, the police had done all the local uh, searching. You know, wooded areas, streets, alleyways. You know, the sewer drains. Uh, unfortunately. Uh, Her body was eventually found by uh, city workers in a uh, field. Um, The L.A. Times did note in an article, Hidden by grass and wildflowers, the body of little Dorothy Gordon, nine-year-old schoolgirl, missing for more than a month, was found yesterday. The discovery, which ended a search, and authorities and volunteers working had uh, combed the the Southland. Not sure what that means, but I'm sure it's part of a something. You know, uh, was made. Okay, the, the the body was located by Frank uh, Roman, and it was on Paramount uh, property. So I guess I guess this this property was owned probably by Paramount Pictures, and it was in uh, it's a, it was in Delray, I guess. Um, so with that, um, there had been a lot of additional attempts to locate suspects. Uh, it was later determined that she, she had been sexually assaulted and, you know, that, that just kind of follows the line of what these creeps do. Um, there was a statement put out and I don't know who it was put out with because I'm kind of going over an article that somebody had written a long time, time ago. I'll give you the name of uh, who wrote it uh, when I'm done. I have to research that. It says, No no child is safe as long as the slayer of Dorothy Gordon is alive. Every parent should warn his child to have nothing at all to do with any stranger that's good advice tell the children to report any case of molestation to adults you know that that's you know this is an interesting fact and it even occurs today and it and it's 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 disgusting at best um how many women I know today that are around my age or even a little younger who have been molested by family members. I mean, what the hell, what the, what the fuck is wrong with these people? I mean, Jesus, you know what? God, you know, uh, you know. And then it says, in addition, local residents should keep a sharp lookout for any strangers who are seen near schools or playgrounds and who are loitering around there, which is correct. Uh, There was also um, 1941, uh, Dorothy's friend Christine, another witness, identified a mattress maker named James McPherson as the kidnapper in the lineup. Uh, however, again, there was there wasn't enough uh, evidence to um, arrest him. And in in this article, it says it was so ingrained in L.A.'s collective memory it was the, the story of Dorothy uh, Gordon that in 1949, a mentally disturbed man named Robert Stewart Cox confessed to killing Elizabeth Short. Elizabeth Short was the black dahlia. And a small negro girl many years before. He was booked on suspicion for of murder of Dorothy Bose released. Yeah, that's you know that that's a that's a problem, man. There's just it's just just some sometimes so far hard to collect evidence to actually put somebody especially back then, I mean there was no we had no forensic science. We had no technology. We had no um, standardized way of investigating cases like this. You know, it was just, I mean, it, it wasn't, it was hard to actually uh, convict somebody. Um, there was another s- statement that was put out. And I'm just trying to figure out who put this out. I'll, I'll go through the uh, list of um, references when I get to the bottom of this. It says it's been more than 11 years since all that remained of the little uh, Eastside girl who was found in Del Rey area field more than 11 years ago and the man who raped and killed her hasn't been apprehended. Some two dozen suspects have been questioned re-questioned and released in connection uh, with the Gordon slaying. As the dust of grows heavier and heavier in this case and people who were associated with it die die out retire or move elsewhere the chance of finding the killer ever being brought to justice grows slimmer and slimmer and no that's this is I think also from the LA times yes it was that was written by Stanley Robertson of the LA times um, yeah, that's one thing that people don't realize, and this is, I'm going to, I'm going to give you just a kind of, uh, I'm just going to go off, I'm going to stay on the subject, but go off this particular case. Uh, if you are an individual that knows of a person that has killed, abducted, molested someone, I'm going to tell you person to person. If you do not inform authorities of this, you are just as guilty as you have committed the crime yourself. Okay? I don't want to hear the, I was afraid for my personal safety bullshit. You just didn't want to stick your nose into some shit. But remember, on the other side of that fence... That victim has family members, brother, sister, mother, father, aunts, uncles, and had a life to live. Could have lived. Okay. So think about that. You know? And it's it's so often true that in a lot of cases like this, yes, there is hard it's hard to put enough physical pieces of evidence together to, to develop probable cause to make an arrest. However, if you, are, if you have first-hand knowledge or have heard of something from a reliable source, that could be a piece of the puzzle that needs to be used to put the, the whole puzzle together. Just take that to mind. I just wanted to go off topic for a second just so you know. If you know this is going on, if you are a person that knows that there's sexual assault going on, if you know that there are people being mist- children being mal- mistreated, maltreated, neglected, it is your obligation to tell someone. You don't have to give people your names. You don't have to do anything, but you need to tell somebody. I don't give a shit. Send me your email. Tell me what's going on, where it's going on, who's involved, and I will make sure that the nearest law enforcement agency, whether it be local, county, state, is made aware of it. That's the only way we're ever going to get this this stuff under control. Okay. Um, as of today's date, unfortunately, uh, the homicide uh, there has there have been no arrests in the homicide of uh, nine-year-old Dorothy Lee uh, Gordon. And again, to just kind of reiterate a fact a little bit, you know, when a person goes missing, there's generally a minimum of 12 victims besides that person. You know, you have parents, siblings, grandparents, friends. Uh, As a result, in this case, uh, typical um, mother-father divorce, uh, mother uh, falls ill, father remarries, out of location, you know, so, they're, they're, it's like throwing a rock in the water. The wave, you know, the, the waves are emitted and everybody's, everybody's affected by it. So, there's not just one person, um, you know, so, and let me just get up to one of the articles I was reading, just so you know where I got, was browsing this as I was going over uh, the information the information I had written down the article was um, came out in June 7th of 2018 it was written by Hadley Mirrors. Um, let me see I'm just trying to think it doesn't say where he writes out of but the name of the uh, article was one of the tragic mysteries in local history has been all but forgotten well it hasn't been all but forgotten because I just brought it up again so, you know, and, um, his, his su- subtitle to this is the 1940 murder of nine-year-old L.A. Uh, girl uh, Dorothy Lee um, Gordon remains unsolved today. And unfortunately, that's a fact in a lot of cases, you know. People have answers out there. People know things, but they don't say things. Which is, you know, that's just, that's just horse shit. But on that note, this is uh, Michael C. Bouchard, the host of the Night Stalker podcast, uh, found here on Anchor Radio. Uh, throw a few plugs in for, um, for, so, for some reason, um, you know, they had asked me to do some uh, advertising and stuff like this because my, you know, our listener base is growing pretty fast, um, but I'm going to throw my personal plugs in because that's, that's how it needs to be in this business. Um, good podcast, the Grayland Report, put out by uh, Micah Hanks, although um, well, I'm still pissed at Micah because he doesn't, he doesn't return phone calls very often and, you know, once in a while I'll just randomly call, but, you know. How it is, but uh, listen to that. The Grayland Report, I think he's out of the Carolinas somewhere. Um, the next one is um, the Savage Watch uh, webpage uh, that's written by a cold case uh, journalist Terry Sutton up here in Connecticut. And just as a reminder. Uh, Stay away from the car salesman's uh, TV series, uh, Skinwalker Ranch, the, I'm Never Gonna Find the Treasure on Oak Island, um, and when you have car salesmen like uh, George Knapp, George Norrie, Dave Pleyas, Rob Laser, Lazar, and uh, Jeremy Corbell talking, just this just shut the damn thing off because these people are just so full of hogwash. It's like, God, you know, they're, 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 the, ones that put, <laughs> they're the ones that put sawdust in the transmission fluid to make it sound like it's running right. <laughs> uh, freaking car salesman. Bolstered stories. Bolstered bullshit. Um, here, I don't bullshit. I tell people like it is. They don't like it, but you know what? I can't. I can't relate to fake news. So, but just remember, if you're in a dark place, dark room, dark alleyway, dark stairway, somewhere dark where you shouldn't really be your footsteps behind you, you got two options. Either you're gonna either run like hell or you're gonna end up at the next episode on the next episode of Night Stalker. Until then.